All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. Well, let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, you. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, party people. Welcome to another fantastic Tuesday edition of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless, and here with, I, I could use it with you too, I guess. Eh, that's a Charlie thing. Eh, nah, here my man, 100 years. Alex Mark, Teddy. <laughs> I, I, I think I should keep that more as a Charlie thing. Right? Yeah. yeah. Probably. For those of you that haven't heard Charlie here in a little while, uh, Charlie is is definitely still the co-host of the show. It's still you know half his show. I still he's still my partner. Uh, he's just you know I, I'm taking a bit of a break for the time being for the foreseeable future for his uh, personal reasons. And uh, Marchetti is filling in. Yep. So sh- I gotta come up with a new introduction for you while you're filling in for him for the time being. Um, we could think about it. I'll come up with something. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll come up with something. Just freestyle it. Freestyle it? Yeah. I was never good at freestyling even when I used to be a, a, a rapper back in the days. <laughs> I was always a good writer. I was a good writer back in the days. Yeah. But I was never really a good freestyler. The lyricist flex. I was. Mm-hmm. And when we used to record in the studio, when you had the studio, Hitless Records. Yeah, I remember. And then I was hired to be as a writer for other people. What was that female singer that I wrote for? Do you remember her? It was uh, one of my sister's friends at that time. Natalia. Natalia. I was, thinking, I was thinking Natalie. Yeah. Natalie and I used- Natalia, yeah. What is she doing nowadays? Um, I believe she's a medical assistant. Oh, okay. So she didn't go into stay with the music, I guess. Okay. No. All right. Well, all right, okay. Get out of that little uh, inside personal stories that nobody knows about. Well, what's going on, party people? So here we're back again with a Tuesday edition of the Better Fantasy Bureau, which is important about these because we are in still the middle of the playoffs going into, for most people, not for everybody. No, not for me and... The BFB. Not for you in the BFB, no. You're you're out of the BFB league. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. You better be sorry. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it, so finishing what I was saying before is that for most people, this is the semifinals week coming up. Uh, the quarterfinals week just ended last week. And then also for most people, this is the start of their semifinals. This is the start of their playoffs. You know, like if you're in a four-playoff you know, four team, like Charlie has four playoff teams, and his playoffs start now. So mm-hmm. this is a big, big week. And um, so, yeah, and I, and I defeated you in the BFB League. Congratulations, and Thank to you. all that have advanced. Yes, and if you're still if still there, congratulations if you're still within the playoffs in your league. Hopefully we were part of that, and hopefully, which I'm sure we were for some cases, you know, because we've made some bad calls here in the past, that, you know, we didn't help lose your league, at least. <laughs> no. Hopefully. But, well, uh, if that happened, maybe they had to buy, so we yeah. have another shot. Maybe. <laughs> Oh yeah, he had to buy another shot. Um, but uh, but yeah, so there's a big, big important week. And you know what's funny? So when I was when on Sunday I was at work, right? And as always, during Sundays, whenever I'm working at the warehouse for the Met, and then I I get stressed. I get stressed like I'm because I'm I'm not really supposed to be on my phone. You know, it's not like they they restrict you 100, but you're not supposed to be able to be on your phone. And then I'm I'm getting stressed. And then like as soon as the one o'clock game started, I looked. And I was like Cam and Bray touchdown. I was like, oh. Okay, all right, that's good. And it's Christian McCaffrey touchdown. Oh, okay, good. And then Jarvis Landry touchdown. I'm like, oh my god, poor Marchetti. I was like, yeah, I, I was like, I wonder, how I wonder how Marchetti's just watching this. And I, as a point, I kind of like feel like, oh my god, poor. But of course, I'm happy about it, you know. No, but I had a feeling in Friday's episode that uh, you had really good matchups, and it looked pretty uh, bleak for me to beat you. I like somebody had to go off, right? And then obviously McCoy went down, and you know. It didn't work out. All your players came in and they played. And they played pretty decently well. Yeah. I know, uh, like, I think my lowest, well, not lowest, but, like, I know uh, DeAndre Hopkins underperformed with only 13 points. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, double digits nonetheless. Uh, I'm happy to say that so far that I made two. I wasn't happy that I only made two playoffs, but I was like, okay, I made two playoffs. At least it's not just one. I have, like, you know, 
ride out the hopes for. And uh, so far, I am still in it for those two. Oh, congrats. So I'm still I'm... in one, but it's because I had a buy. <laughs> <laughs> you had Amari Cooper give you all those points. Last week, your, your boy had all those points from Derrick Henry on a buy. Yeah. And then now you had Amari Cooper score all those points on a buy. Yeah. <laughs> what a waste. What a waste. Um... But yeah, so I'm, I'm still I'm still in those two leagues, and I'm really happy about that. I have some pretty tough matchups coming up this week. Pretty tough. Like I got like Aaron Jones going against the Bears. Yeah, and Aaron Jones didn't start, right? I believe. I don't I don't know if he did. I mean, he really didn't do anything like the first half. Yeah, because they had Jamal Williams out there. But he's they got to have him start this week. I mean, he's he's the better. He's just incompetent coaches in Green Bay. That's what it is. I don't understand <laughs> why they're doing all that. Um, and then uh, what was this other point I wanted to ask you? Oh yeah, so you're telling me about your your team in the standard league is just yeah. I have um, I have Lamar Jackson, Carson Wentz as my quarterbacks. I have McCaffrey, Kamara, Odell Beckham, Tyreek Hill, right? Um, Amari Cooper, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson. But is a standard league? So that, this is a standard league, so <laughs> yeah. it's not like it's it all team. Like, it's all team standard league, yeah. right? So it's not like it has like that big of like a kind of an impact thing. No, it's just I drafted good and uh, I just stacked up on running backs in that league. So, I'm the favorite to win, but you know, this is fantasy football. Things happen. Uh, we'll see. Well, right now Odell Beckham was out, right, and Tyreek Hill has the foot injury. I'm, I'm, Let's I'm, see if uh, they end up playing. If not, I have to go into my bench. I'm nervous about this week. I'm nervous because of the fact uh, I'm going against my boy Ryan Patton, who's uh, who's been doing very good this year. You know, uh, he's been doing very well. And uh, he has a really good team. He has, like, Juju Smith-Schuster and Julio Jones. So he has a pretty good team. And I am going against Dave, the director, in another league. A little nervous about that because his team is also very good. So I'm a little nervous about my matchups this week. Just put the best matchup you can, and that's it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Anyways, party people, as always, do, oh, do not forget, always follow us on Instagram at BFB Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podcast BFB. You can always ask me any questions that you have at any time. On my personal Instagram at Flex Hitlist, which is F L X Hitlist, Flex Hitlist, F L X Hitlist, or you can always ask us questions also on the Fantasy Life app, which is the Fantasy Life app, not for nothing. I think it's like the best app I've ever used when it comes to getting fantasy football advice, fantasy football help, and most importantly, fantasy football updates. I get an update there from the Fantasy Life app before I get it from anywhere else. Like I get it quicker than any other app that I've ever used, and. um you can hit us up there at Better Fantasy Bureau. You can also hit up Marchetti if you want for any kind of advice with your Instagram, which is at Marchetti, M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-T-I. And that's my Twitter handle as well. It is as Marchetti. Yep. Marchetti all across the board. Better than your screen name. <laughs> <laughs> which one? We're going back at AOL? <laughs> Mr. Baseball. Mr. Baseball. That was my nickname, though. You know, when I played <laughs> baseball, varsity baseball. Were you any good in baseball? Yeah, that was pretty good. Damn. Captain, who standards? Who, 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 who? I mean, what, what, what defines is pretty good. Amongst my peers uh, in high school and the traveling teams that I played for, I was pretty good. What did you? Play? I'm not gonna say I was. What did the you best. play in baseball? I played. I'm a lefty, so I played first. I played outfield and I pitched. Were you any good as a pitcher? I was okay as a pitcher. Okay, but I was that wasn't in my. I my sucked in baseball. You sucked at it? Yeah, I was never really good at baseball. Uh, I, I was one of those, like, hard-nosed, grind it out, you know, hustle all the time. You know, let let my uh, my performance as far as uh, my my performance lead everyone else in as far as uh, the effort that I put in. Right. Yeah. My performance just showed how much I shouldn't be playing baseball. <laughs> That's what it showed. I, w- I was terrible in baseball. I was terrible. In- I'm terrible in soccer. I'm terrible. I, d- I never forget when I went to Argentina. One time, a couple of years ago, I used to always go to Argentina all the time growing up. And I went like about like a couple, of, like about four years ago when I went. And uh, my friend Alejandro, who's my closest friend out there in Argentina, took me to go play soccer with his friends. Like, let's go play soccer. You know, I play with him as a kid sometimes. The only time I ever watch or follow anything soccer is when I'm in Argentina or play soccer at all is when I'm in Argentina. That's why during the World Cups, I tend to root for Argentina just because it's the only time I ever get my soccer involved in my life yeah, in Argentina. You get the little soccer fever. That's the, yeah. yeah, well, during the World Cup, it's so hard to ignore, but I root for Argentina because of that fact. So when I went to uh, to uh, Argentina to play soccer with him and I play with his friends, you know, in Argentina, everyone's like a regular guy, you know, like average height and skinny. 
You know what I mean? Like, there's not no, not much fat people in Argentina. No. You know what I mean? Now me is getting fatter, but I'm, I'm a pretty stocky guy. I'm a pretty big guy. I've always been a big guy. Like, I'm, you know, now I'm just getting a gut to go along with it, <laughs> which is, and it's bad. You know, I blame the marriage. So anyway, so then I go, um, I go there and then all his friends see me. And then all his friends are like, oh, this guy's going to gonna play um soccer with us? He's like, yeah, he's like, oh, man, he's, he's a big, strong guy. I'm like the, the – my uncles tell me, too, like in Argentina, he's like, oh, it's really dangerous here. No, but Matthew, when you walk around, they'll just open up the lanes to you. Like, no, please, walk on by. Because <laughs> according to them in Argentina, I'm like one of the biggest men out there. Yeah. So then um, I'm out there, and then uh, I'm, I'm playing um, – I'm playing, playing defense? And, and, no, no, I'm actually playing soccer, and I'm there, and he's like, and he's like yeah, you're going to kick the ball really hard. The goal is like right in front of me. I'm kicking the ball somehow all the way to the left. Yeah, you don't have the proper technique. Off. Yeah, Everywhere's off. off. I go. To, I run up to kick it. I, I I I slip. My my foot goes over the ball. I slip. I fall down. I am just terrible at soccer. Awful at soccer. So the only good sport you play is what basketball, handball, handball, yeah. football, and football and football. Basketball, handball's probably got to be my best sport though. Handball, yeah, I remember you playing handball, playing that's, tournaments. Yeah, that's probably the, the the one I I I definitely play best at. Is definitely handball. Even though like a lot of the guys I play, of course, that just school me, they say I suck, but you know I still keep up with the guys like that. Both. Anyways, uh, so Marchetti, we had a very good topic that we wanted to speak about last week that you brought up, and we didn't get to speak about it last week on the show. And if you didn't hear the show last week, uh, listen to it. You know, Marchetti, we talk about about um. Our first favorite tapes and everything like that. <laughs> we ever got music, but the thing is, there was a great topic, and this is more. This is very, very fantasy football based. This great topic is as far as now that you're in the playoffs and the playoffs are going on, and this happens with some some people. Some people, there's like a split decision. I feel that they feel that the waiver wire should be closed, and if you are not in the playoffs, in the winner's, winners bracket of the playoffs. That you should not be allowed to make pickups off the waiver wire. That you should not be allowed to do it. And some people even feel as far as believe that if you don't have a chance of making the playoffs, you shouldn't be making waiver wire picks. Yeah. It's a big debate. And yeah. it might be a hot topic for commissioners and uh, players out there in fantasy football. So, you know, we would like to bring this debate onto this podcast and... Want to hear you guys out too as, so as we speak about this. You and I both pretty much agree about the the, the same thing on the topic. Where we both think that picks up should still be made, could yeah. still be made, right? Absolutely. Now, my friend, I know I wanted to bring him on the show, and you know, because the timing and everything, and what time we recorded the show and everything else, he couldn't come on the show because I know he's and I mentioned him all the time. My friend Mudu, I mentioned him plenty of times on the show. His name is also Chris, you know, but Mudu, we all call him, and I know he's a big believer. That if you're not in the playoffs, you shouldn't make any pickups. Like if you don't make the, I know in his league, if you don't make the playoffs, he blocks you from making any waiver wire picks on his Yahoo league, which you're allowed to do. I don't know if you're allowed to do that on ESPN. Um, I'm not sure, but I never tried. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, you, you know, and and other people really believe that. Like I've had people hit tell me like, hey, you guys better like lock off that waiver wire. Like people think that I I you know. But before, so before you and I keep on talking about it, I asked Mudu, leave me a voicemail. I want to play the voicemail because I want you to speak your side of it because I know he really believes that people should not be making the waiver wire picks. They shouldn't be doing that. They shouldn't be involved. And uh, so I want him to speak his piece about it. So I'm going to play that right now. This is Mudu. He called me up. I asked him to leave me a voicemail to speak his piece about it. We're going to hear what he got to say. All sure. right. Let's go. Let's listen to this when I – now. Hey, my man, Flex. What's going on, my man? This is your boy, Mudu, a.k.a. The Cow, a.k.a. Mr. Fantasy Guru, a.k.a. The one that people love to hate, but uh, it's 10.15 and I'm uh, on my way home. I have about another 30, 40 minutes, so I... uh, I wanted to check in on this topic that you're going to have tomorrow. Um, listen, basically, I've been hearing, and this is not the only time this happens, and it comes up a lot. But, uh, yeah, if you're not in the playoffs and you have nothing to play for, there's no reason you should be making a pickup. Nothing. I've heard this a lot in the last couple episodes that you've had about collusion and this and that. This is total collusion. Uh, I don't, I'm not for this at all. Uh, 
you know, I feel like maybe somebody's in like the ninth seed, the eighth seed. You're not in the playoffs. There's no reason to make a pickup. If you're making a pickup, that means you're either trying to help somebody, maybe take away a player from somebody. I just don't believe it at all. There's no reason for it. I mean, some leagues have, you know, maybe they're playing for a toilet bowl or traffic or, you know, in the standard league, six to eight playoffs, you're not playing for anything. I mean, bragging rights here doesn't mean anything. You're affecting the teams that are in the playoffs. You're taking away players that they can use. And you're using them for what reason? Nothing. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in it at all. I'm so against it. And, you know, my opinions, you know, I mean, I run a league myself for years. And, you know, I, I put a hex on this a long time ago. I locked my teams out. If you're not in the playoffs, you get locked out right away. Uh, even as we go on and teams start getting knocked out, I start going in and I'm locking teams out. So, yeah, I'm totally against it, man. And, uh, you know, good luck with the show tomorrow. If you need anything else, call me. Let me know what's going on. All right, big guy? Good luck. See you later. Now, first of all, let's just say this. I want to get this out of the way. First of all, I appreciate you, Mudu, for giving me that voicemail. Shout out to you, right? <laughs> now, um, I will say this, I guess, to, the, to, to, to whatever, to his for his point, to defend his point, that I understand his point. You know, I get, I didn't understand where he's coming from. If you people want to know why he's called a cow, it's not because he's a fat guy. It's because it's a you know self-proclaimed name, King of Woodside. Cow. Well, if the general consensus in his league agree with the rules, then that's the rules that he, you know, well, imp- I, I, I haven't, impl- I, implemented. And, you know, if the same members in the league are with it, then that's fine. Well, I, I, left, it, I, I left his league two years ago because I couldn't make the draft. I had to work the day, the time when he had his draft, okay. so I couldn't make it. So you know, he likes to have everybody there live for the draft, and he goes like, "I'm, you know, I'll give you a spot up." And I was like, "That's fine." You know, I get it. You know, some people want that, some people go work around it, and you know, that's the way you want your league run. You want everybody to show up to your draft. I get it. That's fine. Um, but I, I honestly, I understand it. Now, collusion. Yeah, that's kind of far fetched. It's not collusion. Not at all. Coll- collusion is 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 more that you're. Uh, you know, you're a hundred percent like, 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 like you're working together with somebody to sabotage somebody else. You know what I mean? I, he might think it's collusion for the fact. It's to me, it's what it does. It creates rivalry, right? If you want to sabotage somebody else's team, or you know, but you have to do it within your within your team. You cannot um, conspire with another team, you know. But if if you have the team and you want to manage it the way you desire, then you have. All the right to do what you please to do with your team because you paid for your league fee, you right. know. So even though you didn't make the playoffs, right, you still paid for it. So your desire to do whatever. Now, if you're gonna end up dropping players, etc., that's different, right? Like big time players. But if you're picking up the best player possible and you just want to put them in the lineup or just play keep away for another team, that's fine. But now. If the only time it will be collusion if they are conspiring with someone else, like if they're both entering in agreement. I'll agree with him in that little spec, but collusion is a little far fetched. Now, I, I, I'm also very, I'm, I'm very, very open to allowing people to pick up. Now, I, I'm living proof that even if you're like pretty much out of it, yeah. You could still because remember that that what that league a couple of years ago you was like, like thirty for thirty you wasn't mathematically out was, but you was in last place there yeah, the thirty for thirty podcast that should be <laughs> created for flex being in last place with like four weeks out or something like that and you had you needed everything to work your favor you you grinded out on the uh, on the waiver wire you picked up and then you made the playoffs and you won it yeah you know so for somebody that. Who are you to say uh, if you're pretty much uh, in trending not to make the playoffs, you shouldn't be active? Then that's unfair because if you're not going to be active, right, and you have your matchup, you're helping out somebody else. You know, right. if you look at it, you know, so it doesn't make any sense in that in that realm. I I I, I just I just think a hundred. I just I'm just big on the fact that if. I like keeping everybody involved. Like that was one thing. Like that's one reason why I made my playoffs an eight team playoffs because I want to keep more than half the league involved. And then I also wanted 
and I didn't and I didn't get to do it this year and I talk about it every year but with so much other things I do it's just you know it's I just got so much on my plate that I really want to instill the losers bracket cuz if you're in the losers bracket you know you you're making up picks cuz you want to be out of the you don't want to be the loser you know what I mean you're making up picks like that so I I I just like that everybody should be involved Everybody pay like you said, pay their league fee. Everybody had their right to play, and if even if they just want to, even if you're like mathematically out of it, even if you're like zero and eleven, and you just want at least one win, you don't want to go your whole year without making your, you know, without you, you win, want, win, you, winless, you, and you don't want to give an easy W for somebody else. Although maybe you're, if you're zero for eleven, your team sucks or you have like really bad luck, but at least you try and put an effort to put the best lineup. Right against your matchup look at and way. win. Because look at it this way, like let's say, like, like say for example, like uh, like I know Moodoo's like 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 let's say if Moodoo was in the league, right, and he needed this guy to lose, but he's going against a team that hasn't won a game all year. If they make this waiver wire pickup, it puts him in a good shot of winning. You know, like then that's a lot. You know, then you're happy about that in that yeah, situation, right? Then you then you like that the fact that that happened. You're happy about that. Now, like if if this is our, our rules that he set before the yeah, season, he set. then you know. All the members in the league agree to it. Right. Now, Every if there's run differently, of course. Yeah. Now, if you want to talk about the unspoken rules, you know, then you're you, you cannot do that. You cannot just implement a block on pl- teams that are eliminated and just let the top six or what whoever made the playoffs right. have the the have the entitlement to to pick uh you know the the off the waiver. To me, it, it shouldn't be that way. You know, everyone paid for the league fee. Everyone has the right to do whatever they please with their team and pick up players that they desire or want from the waiver wire. I I I just really but, I, I agree with that. Just 100%. I, the, to me the best thing is that like I just I just really want the league to be involved. I want now, everyone if you, league if, if you want league to be involved then you definitely need something in the loser bracket like a toilet bowl. Right. Or no, an, I, an incentive so at least everyone is involved. Even if your team sucks, you might have a chance to win something at the end uh, in, the, in the loser bracket. There's two ways that, like, I know one, my boy Timmy in this amateur league, he has a really cool way of doing it, but he doesn't do it with the toilet bowl. He does it with, like, if you're in last place in the league. Like, if he ran, a, like, a toilet bowl, it could be a little different. Uh, if you're in last place in the league, you have to pay an extra $100 into the pool. But um, you get to pick which spot you want to draft next year. You get the first. You get. You get to pick whatever spot you know. Yeah, I did that well. in the FYPM FY, uh, league too. And now there's a license plate. F- yeah, <laughs> license plate for whoever's last, right? Right. And they also have to pay fifty dollars for next year. Right. And uh, they also uh, pick uh, their uh, desired uh, spot. draft draft um, position. Another way I was thinking about, see, now I want to implement it my this way. I kind of want to make it like more like just friendly, like just bash talking to people is like just have them take a picture with the toilet bowl trophy and a toilet bowl around their neck, mm-hmm. like a toilet seat around their neck, and then just have everybody else in the league post their picture on their social media, and then talk, you know, with all these hashtags about what a loser they are. Yeah, like, that's just something cool. like that. I wanted to add just like friendly. I I was thinking about this. Now I was thinking about this. This just came this came to my head um, yesterday when I was thinking about the show today. I knew we were going to talk about that. What if? You did it this way that if you if you lose the match, like the thing is like you would put your worst lineup in. Okay. So like look at this. Let's say you and I are in a toilet bowl, right? Yeah. Let's say you and I are in a toilet bowl match, and I lost the match because I put my worst lineup in. That means I'm out of the losers bracket. So if you keep winning, like so you don't want to win the match, so it kind of reverses it a little bit. You know what I mean? Okay. So you don't want to win it. So. You know, and you have you have to have a full lineup. You can't bench anybody. You have to have a full lineup to be put in. And I guess that would also encourage you to not make waiver wire picks or at least pick up a good top guy. You know what I mean? But you could still make it. Like let's say, like you let's say, yeah. But then you need uh, like some um, as far as uh, the players that you're picking right. up. They have you need, to be playable people. Like you, yeah, can't, you can't pick up like a four string quarterback. You know exactly. what I mean? So you need somebody like you probably have to set like a percentage. Like right, they have right. to be at least owned one percent or three percent. Right, right. You have to pick any player above three. It's 3%. not like you just picked up Jackson, the, the four string quarterback for the Redskins, and then he actually played. Ah, oh, man, he actually played. Ah, oh, man, he actually scored a touchdown. It's like you know what I mean? No, but still, like like something like that. And he was a QB one. Too. Or 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 it's it's you have to put in whatever lineup you have, like your team now. It has to be your team that you have now you know what i mean yeah. something like that something like that in order to like try to lose the match this way to get out the losers bracket like i think there's something there that you could work with that that would probably also satisfy because there are you know satisfy the people who don't want 
the losers or people out of the playoffs. That's pretty interesting. It. I like that. that that's that, out of the box. That might be something to do to look in. You know, that's something I'll, I'll discuss next year. So, and it might be something that's kind of like fair enough for both people. You still keep them involved. You still want them to be able to play. And then when it comes to playoff time, you're in a loser's bracket. You're kind of thinking like, okay, now I got to look at it differently. Now I have to lose this match. So like, damn. But you cannot pick. You cannot add or drop players. You can't. Add, but see, like if you played like last week, like if last week you probably thought that uh, Jalen Samuels was going to do better than Steven Ridley. You know yeah. what I mean? But then Ridley, when he got that first touchdown, over Jalen Samuels, you were probably, oh man, like all nervous about it. You know what I mean? You probably played Stephen Ridley because you thought he was going to do worse. Or if you played Kenneth Dixon, you know what I mean? Thinking he wasn't going to do as good as Gus Edwards or whatever. And then he, oh man, he actually did really good, he you know? better. Right? Mm-hmm. Or if you play like Chris, Chris Ivory over LaShawn McCoy because like, oh, Chris Ivory kid's not going to do as good as McCoy. Oh man, McCoy got hurt. Chris Ivory took over. Yeah. Like I think that's, I think there, and it's like, you know, you're not necessarily making pickups. And maybe there, like, it's something you could probably work with where it's, it's, you're still involved in the league in a different way. It's like, oh, if you know, like, I can't believe I won. Like, you know, it's kind of hating that you win. No, I can't keep winning. And it seems weird, you know? Yeah. There might be something there to work with, right? Oh, no, yeah. Well, that's pretty interesting. Uh, that's out of the box. Uh, something that could probably just work on and try yeah, yeah. Uh, I also, it. But that's, that's pretty good. I, like I also one. wanted, and I didn't get to implement this, but I also wanted to implement that the loser, what they have to do is buy a ring. For the champion, and it can't it can't be more it can't be more than fifty bucks, but it can't be less than twenty, okay, or twenty five, whatever it is. Like there's a limit you have to set. You know, you could you could find like fancy football rings easy. You know, eBay and Amazon, you can right. find them easily. You know, you gotta get their size because I like it like this because I have the trophy that I made for my league, and the thing is, the trophy is gonna get passed around every year. But if you win, you're always gonna keep your ring, and the loser would have to buy the winner that ring. No, that's that's, that's something cool. that I that I that I that I thought about implementing. That's not bad. You know what I mean? This is the thing. You don't want to spend an extra whatever some odd dollars for the. But uh, I feel like if, if you do the ring, uh, I feel like you have to do at least like uh, where everyone meets up and then they have to give the ring. Oh, the inauguration like day a shame, is always. Like a shame. The inauguration day is always the draft day. All right. Or they're not even meet. Like get on one knee and put it down like they're proposing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something like that. That would be even funnier. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think I'm going to. That's pretty cool. I think this is stuff I'm going to implement. You know, keep implementing. That's good. Uh, and then they lose the toy. But yeah, so that, that, that's the thing. The main thing about me is that we I, we both believe you can make your picks. And I know it's because you feel that you have your right because of the fact that you paid your league fee. You have a right to make the pick if you want to. And I feel like for the fact that I just want to keep everybody in my league involved. That's one thing big about me. that I. That's one thing I told Kento when I started my Sunday Funday F Monday League. I wanted everyone to stay involved at all times. I wanted them to be, you know, encouraged to be involved in the league. I didn't want them to, like, forget about it, to be boring. You know, and I didn't mean, like, fun, like, as far as, like, you know, like, breaking each other's balls or anything like that. I just wanted it to be just... Everybody give everybody an incentive to be involved somehow. Yeah. You know? Like uh my friend uh Mario, who I'm in his league, uh the Standard League, the University of Rikers Island, he brought this question up to me uh uh-huh. last week after the waiver wire. He's like, Hey, can I just lock people out right. that are not in the playoffs from picking up players from the waiver wire? I'm like, Well, um I'm not sure I've never done it before. I know there's a question that always comes up during the playoffs, but you know, if you never set a the rules for this, then there you have to let them pick whoever they want, right? You know, and you cannot block them, you know, because why? Why you want to do this now? Yeah, yeah, you cannot. Yeah. You, do, you cannot that? implement a rule now while while we're in the playoffs. You have to, this is something that has to be spoken before the playoffs starts, and anyone has to be agreed. You know, put yeah. up on a vote. And, you know, if everybody agrees to it, I mean, like I said, as much as we don't agree to it, I mean, as much as we don't think it's a good idea, we don't like it. But if we agree to it, then we agree to it. Yeah. You know? But all in all. I I rather not have that. I I rather have the whole league be right. engaged, all the way through. I um speaking of you know, like I said, especially for my thirty for thirty moment, where like you know I made that last pickup and I ended up winning the championship. <laughs> Crazy. Just uh, speaking about another thirty for thirty moment, like it'd be great if the Giants had a thirty for thirty moment this year. <laughs> so this is what they have to do in order to make the playoffs. Because now that now with the Cowboys win, and I told Charlie and I was talking to him the other day, and I told him I was like, and I told you also that there's nothing good that came out of the fact that because the league where I own Amari Cooper, which is your league, and I'm out the playoffs for that league. Mm-hmm. Like as long as if, if I owned Amari Cooper and I was still in fantasy football, and it was like it put towards a win. I mean, I I beat you in the losers bracket, so I'm out of that at least with Amari Cooper. Yeah, that. which were we were the top two scorer yeah, we for were the, the league. Top two scorers. Yeah, you had like 160, I had like 180. <laughs> yeah, and then we both teams to do to score that to do that good, so don't even make the playoffs. But anyways, yeah. so uh, 
I was like, I told him, like, nope, I got to see all the Cowboys fans happy. And Cowboys get the win and take, you know, like knock us out of the chance of making the NFC East, the, you know, when it come out of the NFC East. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Amari Cooper, who's killing, is not even, you know, fancy relevant for me anymore. So nothing of that worked out for me. So this is what the Giants need to do. Go ahead. And it started already. It started. Yeah. Because last night they needed the Seahawks to beat the Vikings. Seahawks are tough. The, 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 Vikings played pretty good defense too. Yeah, but the, the offense house. was just awful. Well, awful. Se- Seahawks have, yeah, has a good defense. But the, the, the offense was just awful. So the they need to the Vikings need to win. Right? The Panthers need to lose two out of their last three games. Possible. Possible because they're playing the Saints twice. Mm. So that's possible. Okay. Mm-hmm. This this is the Eagles need to lose uh their, uh, two of their last three games. They need to lose two of their last three games, which is also possible because they're playing against the Rams and the Texans. Mm. So they need to lose two of their last three games. This one I think is not possible. Maybe. But the Vikings need to lose two of their last three games also, which is against the Dolphins, the Lions, and Bears. Maybe the Bears. I see them losing to the Bears. Possibly the Dolphins, but I doubt it. I surely well, doubt it. Well, you know, the Lions... Nah, they're not. They're going to be the that Lions. One I don't the, Lions gonna, the Lions' wide receiving core is depleted. That one I don't think is going to happen. And then the Packers need to lose one of their last three games. Which Who? the Packers need to the lose Packers? one. So, oh, that's possible. So the Panthers lose once. The Seahawks. No, no, the Panthers lose one. Let me sorry. The Packers lose once. The Panthers lose twice. The Eagles lose twice. The Vikings lose twice. Oh, and on top of that, the Giants have to win all their games. So you're telling me there's still a so chance. You're telling me there's a chance. Absolutely. I'm telling <laughs> you there's a chance. Yes. Let's go, Giants. Let's do it. Uh let's let all the stars align. <laughs> 30 for 30 moments, man. I'm telling 30 you. 30 for 30. And then we win the Super Bowl. Uh let's get it. <laughs> imagine. Uh anyway, so then uh, let's let's so moving on. So let's just uh let's go over the way wire picks. See who's way wire worthy because I would like to talk a little bit of basketball with you if you don't mind. Yeah. Sounds good. And I don't think the the listeners also wouldn't mind for the, because of the fact that we're bridging into and I told Charlie that, you know, we're going to be talking about fantasy football and sports in general. Just sports in general, not so much, especially I think when it comes to like when you're playing basketball. It's it's a little different about fantasy wise, a lot a lot different playing fantasy wise and fantasy football. But I think the players you play, it's not, you know, you just play who's doing well. You look who's doing well. And there's, of course, some strat- there's more strategy to it. But it's very different according to fantasy football because you have such limited roster spots and you have to make sure who's the right play for who, this and that. But in basketball, you know, you could just fill it as it goes. Yeah. So so and when it comes to basketball, I know we're going to talk more a lot about just the sport in general and who's doing good and who's doing this, that, and third. But, to, you know, I wanted to talk more about fantasy football, because which is I know most about, Charlie knows most about, too. And, uh, you know, try to do as well as we could with our new audience and build our audience, talk about fantasy football, then go into the other sports. So uh, now we're going to bridge into it a little bit. We're going to talk about basketball later. So let's go over the waiver wire pickup. And I wanted to mention one to start off, one big, big waiver wire pickup for me. And he should be in in all leagues. By far, he should definitely be owned in all leagues. Curtis Samuels. Curtis Samuels 100% should be owned in all leagues. I actually thought about playing him this week over Life is Gerald, and he would have got me two more points. But nonetheless, Curtis Samuels has been on a roll lately. Very, very, very usable, very sustainable. Um, having double-digit points in, the, in all these on all these past games, like he's he's become like a favorite target right now for uh, for Cam Newton, who hasn't been playing all that well. But he's just consistently like, look, he had you know 16, 11, 14, and twelve points, you know, and then three points before that, but then before that, nineteen. So he's just been doing really well for Cam Newton. He's getting good rapport there. Um, he's got tough matchups though because he's played the Saints twice, but he should still be owned in all leagues. He still should be owned in all leagues, hundred percent. So yeah, I like that. Um, as far as me, uh, I'm looking more on the quarterbacks. Um, there's a couple uh, bad you're matchups. The quarterback hoarder. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a quarterback hoarder. <laughs> so I know Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, but he's facing the Bears. Up Bears. So you might be a little cautious on playing him this week. I know it's the playoffs. Sometimes we get a little, little too loyal to our draft picks or our players, and then we just commit to the players. And sometimes that burns us. Sometimes it does, yes. You know. I so, agree. you know, like I, I played McCoy, right? Mm-hmm. Although he got injured. But, uh, you know, he burned me. Um, so this quarterbacks I'm looking at, just Josh Allen versus the Lions. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Lions are 19 against quarterbacks. And you got Derek Carr against the Bengals, and they're you know Derek, Derek the, Bengals, the, Beng- the Bengals are last against quarterbacks. Yeah. So those are maybe some good streaming options that uh, 
people who have uh, quarterbacks bang. that have bad matchups. Like Wentz. Bengals are second to last. Are they? Yes. All right. So the Falcons are last. All right. On I, average, when you play against the Bengals, the quarterbacks get 21.8 points. On average, when they play against the Falcons, they get 22.1. Oh, right. It's a point three difference. Well, the, p- the point is Derek Carr, Derek Carr has been hot the last two weeks, right? And you're facing uh, a bad Bengals defense. I'm just saying. It's just and point- Josh Allen is like a running back right now, <laughs> rushing 100 yards. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just crazy. <laughs> Uh, Justin Jackson is another guy that I'm looking at, which is also pretty good because there's no guarantee that Melvin Gordon is going to play or he's going to sit. And that also, uh, Austin Eckler with his shoulder injury. So yeah. there's no guarantee whether they're going to play or sit. So then if, if both of them sit out, that's a great pickup for you right there. Yeah. Uh, I also, like I mentioned him in, on Friday's episode, Kenneth Dixon against the Buccaneers. Also, before I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off right there, real quick. But just remember, guys, if you're, you know, I'm sure if you're in the playoffs, you're still gonna make waiver wire picks, whatever. But or whether it's locked out, whatever. But remember, make these pickups even if you're not gonna play this guy, so you don't prevent somebody else from grabbing them. You keep away, I mean? keep just away. play keep away. Yeah, yeah no. play definitely do that. Play the keep away. You know, if you're never gonna use this guy, pick him up. And if somebody you know that you know that's worth you dropping, because you know you're, you're, it's no longer hold on to see how they develop, kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's it, right now. I think at this point, it's either you're picking up to keep away or you pick up to make your team better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you know, like oh, maybe if you pick them up and see for next week. But remember, if you don't win this week, then there's no next week. You know? And that's for that right now. Playoffs start for all leagues. So yeah, like let's for instance, let's say we have Tyreek Hill who has a, a foot injury. We don't know if he's going to start on Thursday. Right. Curtis and, Samuels uh, could be a great pick. Yeah, Curtis Samuel could be a good great, pick, and you have him right there for a flex. Yeah, absolutely. Or Kenneth Dixon. You know, if if your bench is not that deep. You know, the, those are players that you would like to pick up and just, just in case, because you never know, there might be a late scratch like Odell Beckham. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Might be a really late last minute scratch and you have somebody else to fill in there. Um, Chris Ivory and Marcus Murphy, I think, are also both, because um, Chris Ivory took over the bell cow role when LaShawn McCoy went down. But he also left too. Also, you know, he had a shoulder injury because LaShawn McCoy left because of a hamstring injury. And Chris Ivey left because of a shoulder injury. So Marcus Murphy could be somebody also that you want to add on to, you know, uh, to, to have in case they both can't go yeah, that's, or limited in their work. So those well, are good ones. There's one also, it's more of a handcuff. Now that you're in the semifinals, you're definitely going to be playing for either third place or hopefully first place. Right. Uh, Devonta Freeman. He might be uh, activated uh, wait, next week. Devonta Freeman. Yeah. Is from the, the Falcons, Falcons? running back. Really? Yeah. They're ta- they're, there's rumors that he might be activated in a couple of weeks. You never know; it might be week fifteen, and or you know if you're in week, uh, I mean week sixteen or week seventeen. So he's on like twenty three percent right now, mm-hmm. and if you have that roster spot, might as well pick him up. I didn't even know that. Yeah, remains a candidate returned from injury reserve this season. The Falcons placed uh, Freeman on injury reserve back on October sixteenth, and it was revealed that uh, yeah, it seems that he might. Yeah. Freeman is eligible to return from the IR. No, it says eligible to return ahead of week 15. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he might be activated. You never know. But he's, he hasn't been practicing, but it might be next week or week 17. Well, yeah, it's worth the stash. At least. It's worth a stash just in case. Just in case, you know, because if you need that. You running backs drop like flies. Uh, speaking of running backs, we're also available for the waiver wire. Elijah McGuire is also a good pickup to make. Not for nothing because, you know, uh, the starting running back, Isaiah, he left the, you know, he left the game uh, because of a toe injury that he had. Which also was, you know, concerning and to make him kind of if he'd even play to begin with. So uh, Elijah McGuire is also somebody definitely that you want to add on to your team. And uh, I have two other players I want to uh, mention. mention Deshaun, Deshaun Hamilton. Now yes. that Cortland Sutton, uh, you know, has been banged up. Yep. Deshaun Hamilton did pretty good the last game. Did solid. Uh, and Jordy Nelson. He's been, you know, now that he's healthy, he's been play. He played two good games. Yeah. And. Uh, Who's another one? Damian Williams. Damian you know, Williams, yeah. Uh, Spencer Ware got a little bit banged up, the running back from the Chiefs. So, you know, it's, it's such a high-powered, high-flying offense that you know it's gonna, the point's going to come through the air, but still, it's there. Uh, Dante Pettis is another one with Pierre Garçon. It might be the last year for Pierre Garçon. It might be. I don't know if it, I don't know his contract. He's on IR. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's why it might be. He was on IR last year, and he's on IR this year. I don't know what his contract situation is like, but it might be his last year. Like, if, if, if Greg Olson didn't sign for, like, another two years— or two or three years, whatever it is that he signed. It was, I mean, this could have also been his last year because, you know, he's also done for the season with that foot injury again. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Greg Olson, Ian Thomas is definitely worth the pickup as well with the tight end position the way that it is. Or if you're a guy like Jordan Reed, yeah, who you know, 
And it was funny. So I tried to change when I even when I asked you too. I, I didn't get it in. You didn't get it in? I had a oh, job. I, I, I told my job I didn't want to work Sundays. I told them <laughs> they put me to work on Sundays. And then I went to my phone and I'm I'm trying to find a time while I'm working. And I'm, I guess I'm not supposed to have my phone out. I sneak away somewhere. I take out my phone and it's like, oh my God, it's twelve it's it's twelve fifty nine. You yeah, know, you asked me mad later. I'm like, what? I'm like, it's twelve fifty because I was at work. I didn't have that much time. I go twelve fifty nine, I go in, I, I hit, you know, like Jordan Reed, take out of the lineup, put Nevin Ingram. Player locked out. No. I thought I was so stressed. I'm like, that's going to kill me. Jordan Reed gave me zero points. I still ended up winning. But I was like, that's going to kill me. But yeah, shout out to CV Boy, by the way. Of course, Ingram. That's who you have to start with, especially with Odell Beckham out. I might have to start him next week now. Might have to. But we'll see how it goes. But Ian Thomas is definitely worth a pickup. And Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis is also definitely worth a pickup, 100%. Yeah, I'll pick up Vernon Davis. Although, you know, they're facing Jacksonville, but Jacksonville is not that tough against the Titans. The Titans, they're ranked 17, I believe, against tight ends. Do you have Jacksonville, it up there? Jacksonville ranked 17th against the tight ends? Yeah. I will tell you right now exactly where they're ranked. Yeah, it's about there. I don't want to count right now. It's All right, no 17. problem. But it's, it's in the, <laughs> the middle of the pack. It's like in All the right. middle of the pack. I'm looking. They, the teams that do worse than them are like the Rams, the Patriots, and Dolphins. So they're like right around there. And then also maybe you want to take a shot with Chris Herndon. The Jets? Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, listen. <laughs> tight ends this year has been... They're dead. They're, <laughs> has... all, they're all dead. Yeah, they're all dead. They're dead. Anyways, let's move on to a little bit of basketball. Wait. Wait yes. And then as far as defense, streamers, do you have any in mind? Defense, streamers, is in mind? I have two. Go ahead. Tell me. So if you're one of those that have been streaming uh, defense the entire season, right, I'm and you don't like the matchup of the their defense part. that... uh. That they're facing this week. There's two that I recommend. Who? The Falcons against Arizona. Okay. At home. Okay. I mean, the Falcons are terrible defense. I mean, it's a little yeah. Tough. And what has Josh Josh Rosen showed? No, us? no, no. I get it. I get it. I get it. Right. And then the Lions versus Buffalo. Yeah, Lions versus Buffalo. What am I? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, um, Seahawks versus 49ers definitely. Yeah, but Seahawks are most likely on. If they're up, if they're available, then yeah. I'll, I'll tell you them. a really good one that I really really like this this week a lot too is uh, the Giants against the Titans. And they've been on a roll lately the past two games. They had two interceptions, two touchdowns, and against the Titans. Titans, their offense is not as terrible. And they're gonna, they have a little trouble with mobile quarterbacks. So they're going to have a little bit of trouble with Marcus Mariota. But not for nothing, man. It's just like they've been playing pretty good lately. They've been putting pressure on the quarterbacks. And it's as, as good as the Titans' offense is, they're not like an elite offense. There's nobody there that really scares you too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, as long as you lock down Corey Davis, then you'll be fine. Yeah, so no, I, I like, um, I, I definitely like the the Giants streaming for this week. Boom, boom. Uh, all right, so if you don't mind, I want to move on to a little bit of basketball. Talk a They're little bit of basketball. What was the song? With it? No. Basketball. How it goes? Uh, yeah, that's exactly exactly <laughs> what you just said. All right, let's talk had, some ball. It always reminds me about the the Space Jam soundtrack. One of my favorite soundtracks of all time, Space Jam soundtrack. I believe I can fly. That guy, the basketball Jones. <laughs> like I, um, yeah, it's such a good movie. It's like you know, you know Charles Barkley. You just want to be that looks like Charles Barkley. Go on, go out of here, want to be. Like, anyway, so they're talking about right now about um, basketball a little bit and fantasy basketball it. implications. So I just want to ask you, Marchetti, right now, tell me, just, just you know, to get bridge into it and see what we know about basketball and what so much you're talking about. Tell me some of your current favorite players, not the best players, okay, your personal favorite players in basketball right now. I like the Joker, Nikola Jokic. Jokic? Well, who doesn't like Jokic? What's with you and uh, Charlie just giving out nicknames? <laughs> the Joker. I know, I know, I know. Jokic? Oh, yeah. How can you not like Jokic? Oh, uh, man. He's like the pe- the best passing big guy in the game right now, and he does everything. He's like a legit shooter. He uh, He's like 50% on the field, uh, uh, on the court, mm-hmm. 40 behind the arc, and he shoots like 90% on the free throw line. And this guy passes. You see some of his passes is sick. Yeah. It's so sick. <laughs> Catches rebounds. I just like it because he doesn't look like a pure athlete. I don't know if you see that. Like, I, I don't get that feel from yeah, him. Yeah, no, no, I get you. I know what you mean. Like, it's like, the, the like, Tim intimida- like he doesn't look intimidating like as, Tim- a, as a, ba- a ball player. Like Tim Duncan. Yeah. But he does everything. So yeah, I like him. 
uh, Giannis, of course. He's, of course, yeah, yeah. No, the Greek freak is one of my favorite. I, I, I for him, I use a nickname a lot because I have trouble saying his last name. <laughs> Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Yeah, I, I usually have trouble saying his last name, so uh, I, I just like to say um, the Greek freak when it comes to him. Shout out to all my Greeks out there. Because <laughs> from your story, I yeah. make that. Ella, Ella vre. <laughs> um, I like Kawhi Leonard. Um, Kawhi, Kawhi. Come on, <laughs> Ka- Come Kawhi on. Leonard. I say Kawhi. I don't know. Why. <laughs> I, I don't know why you said Kawhi. See, this, I like Kawhi. You, you, the integrity of the show just went way down about how much we know about basketball. I like Kawhi Leonard. Um, he's a, the best two way player in the game. One of my my current favorite players right now in the league, not for nothing, and he's been on a tear. And I I just love what he's. Been. I've always liked him, uh, and he's always been a pretty good player. Which is Kemba Walker. I love uh, Kemba Walker because Kemba Walker was always like very good, like pretty, like, you know, really good. Yeah. But now he's playing like all star, all star, you know, first, you know, first NBA all, all team type of basketball. I mean, look, over the last seven of the, of the last week, he's averaging twenty points with you know a six assist and four and uh, almost five rebounds. You know, he's ninth, he's ninth overall in scoring right now for the NBA. So nah, yeah, and is putting Jordan in the pickle right now because I think he's going to be a free agent. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. So, so let's see uh, if he pays the man. I mean, he, I would love him to come to the Knicks. Knicks give him max deal, max deal. So young enough too. Yeah, you know? but uh, I know, I know, I know. Timmy Hardaway plays the the three spot. So, but I like Timmy I don't Hardaway know. a lot too. But no, but I, but I don't know. I, I, just, it, I just love I don't what Kevin Walker to doing. No, I like kind of like, uh, I like I like Walker a lot. I like uh, Kemba. He's nice. He's good. Yeah. Uh, also, another guy that that I love a lot that um, in basketball, he's one of my favorite players right now, and he's definitely a guy that definitely watch a lot. Is um, oh my bad, my bad. Uh, is Joseph Nurich? Nurich, Nurich, love Nurich. Big fan, big fan of him. When I drafted, drafted him in both leagues. Drafted yeah. in the league that you and I share. Drafted him yeah. in my uh, in my uh, league, the family league. I'm with my brother in law and my and uh, my wife's cousins, which in my cousins, you say. And uh, yeah, so like I, you know, look, in this, he's having a great year, averaging 15 points and 10 rebounds. And over the last week, he's averaging 12 rebounds. You know, along with two assists and a steal and two blocks. So and you know, in a block uh, for the for the career. So he's having a really great year. Um. How you feel about Donovan Mitchell? What's his nickname? Spider Man. What do you think? How do I feel about Donovan Mitchell? <laughs> Especially, I drafted him in both leagues. Also, I, I was a huge fan of him I, I, when I found out how good he was doing. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying pre-draft. I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna go here. Like, I knew he was gonna be what he is. But when I saw what he was doing, I was a big, big fan of him. And, and now, to me, he's just he's, he, I love Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he's having a good year, averaging 20 points. Yeah, he's averaging what? 20 points. Uh, I just feel like his rebound and assists uh, output is a little low. Yeah, I would like to see him, uh, you know, pass the rock a little bit more, or you know, try to get more involved in the boards, crashing right. the boards. But uh, I do like him. I like I like his uh, persona. I like how he attacks the game. You know, reminds me of the old school players. So um, I wish the Knicks drafted him, but of he, course he's uh, like a young, he's like a, like a young D Wade. The way he's playing yeah. out there, not for nothing, I think. Yeah, for, I love D Wade too. Although you know he's on his way out this season, um, it's exciting to watch him though. Not for nothing now, because of the, you know, like you seen what they did in L A. They had like that big, uh, like like montage they made for him, and you know, the, which the, LeBron was one, was it one last one last dance, right? Yeah, not which LeBron what? No, LeBron was behind that, of course. Yeah, of course, you know, but but still, the the thing is, it's just it's just it's the amount of respect that this guy's getting as an athlete and his contributions to the NBA and what he's brought to the NBA. Uh, it's exciting to see and exciting to watch, and I'm just glad to see him do that. Yeah, um, I, I just felt like um, with LeBron going to Miami, it kind of diminished his legacy. Well, yeah, you know, but before that, I loved him. Like when he won the championship with Shaq, like a watered down Shaq in 06. 06 against the Mavs. The Mavs, and he just took the team, put them on his back, and he just went in. Yeah, I was like, wow. This kid, I love him. And then those three, and then those three guys that yeah. got drafted the same year: Chris Bosh, LeBron James, Andrew Wade were all top ten draft picks, and uh, they're on the same team now. Yeah, they're on the same team. And then I'm like, ah, oh, damn. It's but I, regardless, I still like him. Um, we know it was one player, and I'm also a big fan of, and he makes my top five. He definitely makes my top five, and I was a big fan. He's on a new team now. This year he started a new team, and I was a big fan of him when he was on his old team, which was the Chicago Bulls, and now he's on the Pelicans. 
Talk about Miritich. Oh, Miritich. Nikola yeah. Miritich. I was a big fan of him when he was on the Bulls. For a big guy that's not even just like big, like, you know, he's tall, but like big too. Like, he's a big stock guy. Because nowadays, the NBA is played very differently than when you and I know from the 90s. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm not talking about because of the great defense, but, you know, I guess it was more like a traditional type of play, a traditional style of play, right? I remember when they, remember, um, uh, Ogalskis? Yeah, so he played for the Cavs. Yeah, yeah, Ogalskis yeah. center. So he was always a pretty good shooter. And I remember when I remember because of him when it was in the interview they asked him like what do you contribute you know you being such a big guy because here we play in America you know if you're a big guy you play down low you get the rebounds you put up the boards you know you're not an outside shooter even when you used to play um you know when you play you build your character on the two K games back in the days the taller you were the worse your shot was yeah so you know that just wasn't traditional for that so and he says that in Europe that the way they play in Europe when you play overseas that they teach you no matter what what your height is whatever it is oh, precision yeah. All, they teach you how to play all positions. Even if yeah. you're a guard, they teach you how to play as a center. So that's why, you know, you'll always say, like, especially when, you know, we were growing up and watching basketballs in the 90s and in the early 2000s, you know, it was like Nowitzki, Ogalskis, Pages Stoyakovich, you know what I mean? Like, all these European players were known how to shoot really well. Uh, I'm going to give you one a little bit more back. What? Sabonis. Cedric Sabonis? <laughs> no, from uh, the Portland Trailblazers. Cedric Sabonis, no? Yeah. yeah. Is it? I don't remember that. It's a bonus. He he used to be, like, well, he's like seven two, and he was just used to shoot from the, behind the arc. So, anyways, yeah, anyway. but no, 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 but yeah, but it's like so. All uh, these European guys know how to shoot. They because they, yeah. they taught all these other positions. Yeah. But now it's like in nowadays, not only so much we developed it is just that these athletes are to be you know are just developing di- differently. That today's big man is kind of a thing of the past, and today's big man could shoot. You know what I mean? Look at Anthony and Davis. And dribble. And dribble. Look at Anthony Davis. Yeah. Look at uh, Embiid. You know Embiid, what I mean? Yeah. Um, who started playing ball very late. Who started playing? Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> Amazing. What I mean? Yeah, he did. Very late. And, you know, like even like like Jay Crowder. Like, you know, if you look at these big guys out there that could shoot threes and shoot it from a distance, you know, Porzingis. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's played very differently. And Miritich. Boogie Cousins. Yeah, Miritich, Boogie Cousins could shoot threes. Yeah, and Miritich was another guy who could also shoot threes, stretched the court out a lot. But he had like the body type and the skill type where he's like your back to the basket kind of player, and you know to 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 beat you down in the paint, and to you know score those points. And he's having a really good year too. He's having, he's averaging seventeen points this year, and with nine rebounds. I mean, you know, not so many assists and not so many blocks, and it's like that only one assist per game. But still, you know, I know he's been a little bit. Um, out of it lately, but still, it's just I, I've always been a big fan. He's in Chicago. I'm a big fan of him now, and uh, he's another one that makes my top five favorite players in the NBA right now. How you feel you know? about Stephen Curry? I I've always been a fan of Steph Curry, and I really wish that the Knicks got him in the draft. And this is even before, uh, you know, he became what he is before Steph's become a Steph. Do you think Do you think he would have became what he is now with the Knicks? Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? I don't know. I'm not sure. How can he not be? I mean, it's 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 not like other somebody else made him a better player. Well, I, mean, I, I feel like he, he developed it and uh, developed it more with uh, Golden State Warriors. He was playing behind uh, who was their point guard back then? Um, when he got uh, drafted, yeah, when he got I don't drafted. I'll look it up. But go on. Um, and you know, there was the pressure wasn't there. Like Frank Nilakina right now has all the pressure. He's getting benched, so his self esteem is down. Right. right? Because all the the pressures are mounted. We're playing in New York, you know, mm-hmm. in Golden State. In Golden State, you know, at least he had the time to kind of just slowly evolve and become what he is. Although, you know, when he played in college, he was lights out, right? Right. And that's where everybody, you know, he grabbed the attention of all the scouts. But you know, I don't feel like he would have been what he is today if he was drafted with. The I mean, don't... unfortunately, you know, like it's. I wish we drafted him, but would was Stephen Curry? be what he is now with the Knicks? I'm not sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it was easier for him to develop but for yeah. the fact because of the fact that he had, um, you know, like other shooters around him and a younger talent. That, that Like I said, the today's day in basketball is played differently. You know what I mean? I'm sure it was easier for him to develop in the Golden State Warriors, but, you know, I think his hard work and it's just his own, you know, will to want to be better is what made him become what he is, and he still would have been that. Uh, when he got drafted on his team was guys like Monte Ellis. Monte Ellis was, the, yeah. Remember it was Monte Ellis, and, and he was Steven playing behind him. Yeah. He was playing behind Monte Ellis. And then Monte Ellis, I think, uh, was becoming a free agent, and they were deciding either to keep Stephen Curry or Monte Ellis. Monte Ellis was their only point guard, pure point guard at least, besides Stephen Curry. Oh, you know what's crazy, man? It's funny. Devin George was on that team. Remember, yeah. You remember Devin George? 
Yeah. Only D3 player to make it to the to the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you got to love uh, Steph Curry's game. You know, he's shooting right now, I think, three percent, uh, 50% behind the arc. It's amazing. Yeah, no, yeah. He's, he's, I mean, like I said, there's nothing to really not like. And also for, like, he also gives that hope for kids out there that might not have the body type of a basketball player. Like the chance to 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 make it to the NBA because he's not like the biggest, the tallest guy, or you know. He, well, like I said, that you know, like I remember, guy. I remember uh, one of the fathers of of, of the kids, like one of, of my teams that I coach in basketball. Yeah, and his son is like you know, he's really tall, he's taller than me, and uh, you know, skinny skinny kid though, and his father, you know, is, you know, is a typical blue collar, really big guy, he's a big big guy. You know, he's shorter than me, but he's a big guy. You know, he's a typical blue collar strong man yeah. type guy. And he says, you know, like, hey, listen, coach, you know, like, flex, if uh, my, my son starts playing a little soft, don't be scared to take him out the game. Don't be scared to say, you know, he starts playing soft. And sometimes he does. Sometimes, you know, he's one of, one of my better players on the team. You know, he's like captain. Of, you know, I, give him, I look for him for leadership to be a captain on the team. But he, I told him, like, you know, but he might sometimes play a little soft from what we're used to. But remember, it's today's day and age and big man is more of an athletic kind of big man as opposed to being, you know, a bruiser. that bruiser, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, back to your basket kind of ball player. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's yeah, we play, like in football and basketball, they're playing spread, spread offense. You know, right. Everyone's exactly. spread out. You know, that's what I, they're I doing mean, in I, football. I, I that's run, what they're doing in basketball. I adjusted my coaching style to the way I run my, my practices. I adjusted it to be a spread out offense now. I, 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 I I, I work with a read and react offense, yeah. And I do you know five out instead of a four and a four out and one in, and I, that's how I do. It. I, I spread them out like a star, you know, like fives out, and then you know you pass, you basket cut, and then you fill in the positions, and they do all that. So, um, that that's how I definitely go with with my you know it's different than I used to. I used to definitely do it like you know try to get the ball in the middle, score on the inside, then work on the outside, you know, inside and outside, inside and outside, force the defense to be more worried about the points in the paint and score from outside and beat it from there. And then it was back and forth like that. It gets so. the kids uh, more engaged, right? Your players. Yeah, it was. But it was like that. But it was also just something that was, uh, you know, like I said, it's just it's just different different the way it's played today. So True. I just adjusted okay. myself. Like another guy, not for nothing, that would also probably make my top five, and I think is borderline there. Like I know I like I like I like Nurich, I love Kemba Walker, I love Miritich, and I love the Greek Freak. And I was thinking about who else I love in the NBA. And there's a lot of other players that I like in the NBA right now that are, you know, that could be in my top. Like I love Damian Lillard. Damian I like Lillard, I yeah. like DeMar DeRozan. I think he's doing well over there uh for San Antonio. You know, I I like Gordon Hayward a lot. I've always been a big Gordon Hayward fan. I've always been a fan of his Gordon Hayward. Um Devin Booker's doing well. TJ Warren's doing well. Uh, you know, I've always liked Kyrie, whatever. But this is the best handle in the game. Uh, yeah, I do have the best handle of the game. No, no, Kyrie. Oh, no, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie not me. Okay. Um, but one guy, you know, I like Luka Doncic too, but one Doncic guy, I, 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 added, awesome. I added him to my top five, I guess because I did it, it was a homer kind of move. And it's not that he's doing great right now. He's not doing great. I just like his future. That's why I like him so much. And I like his story. Undrafted. Going, you know, I, I see a good future for him. It's Alonzo Trier. Alonzo I like Trier. his future right. a lot with the with the Knicks. Not just so much with the Knicks, but also in the NBA. You know, I like a lot. I, I also like Alonzo's uh, uh, grit. He has grit. Alonzo's grit? Yeah. Yeah, you could definitely see that in him. Like, you know, because he's like, undrafted. He wants to play. He wants to do better. You know what I mean? So uh, he's somebody that I'm definitely going to keep my eye on going forward. Uh, so he he makes my top five. All right. And somebody else I really like a lot, not so much in the top five, but I like him a lot. You know, and this, and if you look at fantasy basketball-wise, I mean – if he's still out there, I mean, he's only 51% of ESPN leagues, and if he's still out there for your league in fantasy basketball, pick him up and play him. I mean, you know, I'm sure he's a great daily play, too. Montrell's a Harold? Oh, Montrell's. He's you been, mentioned him before, right? Yeah, he's having a great year, man. He's having a really great year. I mean, the past couple of games have been so-so. He hasn't been that great. But still, man, he's averaging 15 points with six rebounds and assist and a block. So... Yeah, you could take that. Yeah. Good streamer, good plug plug and play guy. Mm-hmm. I'll take him. And then I know you're high on uh, Larry Nance right now. I know he's not. Probably I'm not your high on Larry Nance. <laughs> I just saw him off the waiver wire and he's doing good. And he's, but yeah, don't, this is how rumors start, doggy. Don't start saying stuff like that on the show. You like Larry Nance? <laughs> oh, stop! Over here texting me at two in the morning. <laughs> Pick up Nance. It was at two in the morning. It was midnight. <laughs> Um, Here's how rumors start, man. Making things all wrong. Do you like Kevin Love? I know he's hurt right now, but 
Do I like? Of course, I like Kevin Love. How can what's yeah. not like about Kevin Love? Yeah, he's definitely hurt right now. But, but yeah, so I see that moving forward. Uh, anybody else want to add to your top five before we close out the show? Soon no, enough? that's it, man. Um, all right, so just remember, people, party people, as we said, we are going to keep moving forward with this podcast, and we're going to be here all year round for you guys. Yes, what I'm saying? Sorry. Uh, just good luck to those that are in the playoffs. Um, I know it starts Thursday. Hopefully, Tyreek Hill is playing, and uh, hopefully, because you have him. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, Matt, you're going to cue us out over here. All right, once again, party people, as we said, we're going to keep this going all year long. I'm here, be here to answer all your fantasy questions, whether it comes to fantasy basketball, fantasy baseball, also going up. We're going to prepare you for your fantasy baseball draft. Anything else you need in the future? New shirts are coming out pretty soon. Don't forget it. We still got plenty of contests coming up for basketball, baseball, and every other sport you can think of and everything like that. It's going to be really fun and exciting. Please continue to grow with us. Part of people. Follow us on our Instagram at BFB Podcast. On our Twitter at Podcast BFB. Alex Marchetti, a.k.a. Dog E. Thank you so much for coming again on the show. You'll be back with us on Friday, right, Doggy? Yep. All right, once again, shout out to Gotham Podcast Studio for always helping us grow what we call home here at the Better Fantasy Bureau. Party people, good luck to you in the playoffs. Success nonetheless. Peace, party people. Boom. <laughs>